This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! To you, Alex Pearson, 1046 here. Whatever happened to that rapporteur? Did he just go off into retirement? All just forgotten, right? It is time to bring in Tom Korski, Managing Editor of Black Locks Reporter. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Alex. What do you think David Johnson ends up to these days? I don't know. Watching game shows? Um. <laughs> yeah, very happy he's been not forgotten. Hey, you ready? Are we going to have a carbon tax election? You know, he faces a vote on that. I know. The what time's that happening? Does. And I don't think there's, you know, you know, Parliament is not about sudden death overtime. It's an accumulation of pluses or minuses. And this is bad, uh, Alex. This is, these are a lot of minuses. No one woke up this morning west of New Brunswick and said, I really like, I'm really digging what Trudeau's doing with home heating oil carbon taxes. And so uh, there will be a vote on a motion to suspend the carbon tax on all home heating, including the majority of Canadians who heat with natural gas. And there's a question as to whether that the the government will get its way on that motion. They may lose. Now, that doesn't mean there's going to be an election, but it does mean the embarrassments mount. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see um, if all the MPs on the Liberal side anyway are are whipped or do they actually stand for something? You know, like they only need to look at the polling numbers. I mean, it's a bloodbath at this point if we went to the polls. But, you know, you got to at one point say, well, am, am I fighting for my constituents or am I going to, you know, go down with the sinking ship? And again, uh, he needs block members to get through that motion, but that's exactly what it is. It's politics, and it's embarrassing. So if you're a Liberal MP and you vote against that, you can face constituents and explain to them why they get to pay another $280, on average, according to the Canadian Gas Association, based on cubic meter consumption and the typical householder, about $280 a year, $0.12 cents a cubic meter, the carbon tax. You get to pay it. But grandma on Summerside with heating oil doesn't. Yeah. Something about climate change, it doesn't add up. Yeah, well, there was a one uh, East Coast Liberal MP um, who voted against his own party um, in the Atlantic province. So, so they have done it. It'll be interesting to see. It'll also be interesting. What is, what's Jagmeet Singh's red line? This is oh, a dollars he, and cents issue for him. They've said they oppose the uh, imposition of carbon tax on heating home heating, which has always been the argument. We do live in a subarctic country. Mm-hmm. This has always been the argument against the carbon tax. The cabinet has not answered until they answered it in the negative last Thursday, and they've been paying for it ever since. You live in a subarctic country, you can't drive halfway to work, and you can't heat half the house. That's the problem. Unless you get a carbon-friendly motorbike. I don't know. But um, we'll see what happens on that. And uh, I think uh, they're in a 
whopping big amount of trouble on this issue. Having said all that, I think we're in whopping big trouble when it comes to our defense because we don't really have much. Uh, Bill Blair talking about our Canadian armed forces shrinking. And I'm like, yeah, okay, tell us something we did not know. But people are, are we don't have people rushing to sign up. Isn't that something? He told that in Senate question period three years in a row. Now, they won't disclose figures. I think they've released some figures that were uh, faked. I have to be candid. Three years in a row, they have lost more soldiers, sailors, and air crew to retirement or departure than they gained in new recruits. This would be the only branch of government that's getting smaller, literally, Alex. And at, at a moment of time when there's... When we can't afford that. War in Israel, exactly. Ukraine, uh they keep talking about climate emergencies, flooding, search and rescue operations. But you know that if you ask the chief of defense staff, he will tell you it's not his fault. It's unbelievably complicated and that they are foiled by a cruel web of circumstance. They're not getting it done. Alex, how many ministers of defense have now testified in committee and parliamentary hearings, Senate, House, you name it. We're just not meeting our targets. So get it done. Other employers figure this out every day of the week. Why is this an enigma wrapped in a riddle for cabinet? They're not getting it done. Not getting it done. And, uh, you know, there's a reason our top soldier, Wayne Eyre, is not sleeping much these days because he knows we're not ready. And every other country, every other ally, they are all getting ready for the unknown. And it's there. Like, it's it could happen any time, right? And we're just... <laughs> Not at all ready. No, they're they're below minimum strength. Their their minimum strength is sixty five thousand. So what do other employers do? They keep saying, "Oh, the job market is so tough." How many memos do we have to read from National Defense well, talking about how tough the job market? So increase the pay and benefits. That's mm. what they do at Pizza Hut, right? Mm. I mean, this is this is booster juice at the malls. Figure this out. <laughs> they can't figure it out. Offer a booster juice to get into our, our military. Yeah, make it better, and people will go. Exactly. Uh, immigrants say it's too expensive. Uh, we pay too much tax. This is a in-house uh, polling by the CRA, and it's like, what do you know? We all pay too much tax. We needed new Canadians to tell us this. This is gold. Welcome to my world. Won't you come on in? The Canada Revenue Agency surveyed Chinese, Indians, Filipinos, Nigerians, and Syrians, newcomers to Canada. They said, welcome aboard. What do you think? They said... They said, well, the taxes are pretty steep in this country. According to OECD, typical Canadian uh, gets 74 cents on the dollar um, in take-home pay, but that does not include sales taxes, property taxes, and various myriad fees and charges mm -hmm. with which we are familiar to those of us who were raised in this country. But if you're off the plane, apparently it comes as, as quite a shock. It was, it was a highly entertaining in-house survey by the Canada Research Agency. Uh, they quoted one immigrant saying, this is scary. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and he got back on the plane uh, and left. I'll go somewhere gold. else. Thanks. Yeah. Gold. Well, maybe, you know, it's it's because of stuff like this. So, like, uh, Canadians support a lunch program, a, a universal lunch program, and not means tested. This from the Social Development Minister. I, I, when were we talking about a national lunch program for, like, anybody? That Like, no wonder we... You know, have no money because we come up with stupid programs like this. Uh, well, uh, all provinces have a variation of one, and as yeah, even for the people who need it, not for every person. Like no, I'd exactly. like a steak and sandwich for lunch too, but I'll buy my own. Thanks.
Exactly, and most of it is uh, for school kids. Most of it is run by volunteers. The Department of Social Development has been on this hobby horse, and they they did. They came out with a report and said, Canadians love it. They want it to be universal, no income tested, come one, come all, because we don't want to stigmatize. Problem, That's there's nothing wrong with that. The problem, how much will it cost? Because when you run a deficit, and we talked the other day, that service charge is up 42% last year, 42%. None of these programs are fully funded, Alex. This is all borrowed money. Cost becomes crucial because otherwise you're just going to approve those programs and then take them away. How much does it cost? They won't say. But why would the federal government run something like We have programs like this in municipalities. Like we have breakfast programs. And I absolutely, Tom, think that anybody who does not, who lives under the, you know, in the low income, absolutely let's help them. But not everybody, and it's it's insanity. Yeah, sure, it's because they need votes. They only got reelected with thirty two point six percent. That's why. Are you willing to vote for them for a bologna sandwich? Well, <laughs> with, <laughs> everyone has their price, Alex. I don't know. I, as I don't know about bologna. Cheese. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, you finally found where they uh, hid the cost for that eight million dollar barn. This is important. This is uh, this was the solar powered warehouse. They ca- they called it the barn at Rideau Hall. Eight million dollars was spent on this. Literally, it's a parking garage and a, and a warehouse. How do you spend unless it's made out of platinum? How is that possible? And the Commons Public Accounts Committee discovered this was buried in the hundred ninety one million dollar annual budget of a crown corporation called the National Capital Commission. What's the takeaway? The Treasury Board says they didn't know. In other words. Nobody approved this except the managers at the Crown Corporation. Alex, this is why debt service charges go up 42%. It, when MPs were aghast, they're saying, you, are you telling me when we vote on a budget, we assumed somebody looked at this? Nobody looked at it. That's the problem. Got to follow the dollar. Every single dollar with this government. Well, now we know. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. Oh, bright days. All right, Tom Korski, Black Logs reporter, subscription-based and worth every cent. So there you go.